Yeah. 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 Welcome to the Laptop Empires podcast featuring Mike Yanda and Bobby Hoyt. Sit back, relax, and learn how to make a crap load of money online. I will fire clients. Look, I'm just trying to stay married as hell. Listen, man, if they can't sell without paid traffic, they sure as hell can't sell with it. We always forget what we're talking about. Must be the one. I will earn that money back and destroy him. Dude, if your internet's going to be boo-boo this entire time, I'm going to be mad. Howdy and welcome to another episode of the Laptop Empires podcast. We're your incredibly tired hosts, Mike and Bobby. (laughs) Because <laughs> it's long so true. It's so tiring. Yeah. So today we're talking about all the tools that we use to get paid. Right. Mm, and money. specifically like when we're getting paid from like clients and stuff like that. But I guess with courses and things too. But I think that this is a one, this was a requested episode, which I think is cool because yeah. we, what was it? Somebody wanted us to be more boring or something like that? <laughs> no, we just we had a listener. That was like, hey, I just wanted to, you know, give a suggestion. And she was like, I know this is going to be, this is going to sound boring as hell. But can you guys just talk about the back end stuff, like the back end processes that you guys have, like mm. invoicing or just cart systems or taxes and all that kind of stuff? And I was like, you know what? We talk a lot about the theory behind our business and sales and all of the cool, sexy stuff. But like, we should probably talk about the actual things that you know make this whole thing go. Yeah. So we're going super boring, and we're talking about banking software. <laughs> I love it though, because this stuff, transactional software, while, while it can be a complete pain in the ass many, many times throughout the year. And especially as we're coming up on this launch, like we had some, we had some drama today with, uh, with Thrivecart, but that, know, that's that stuff, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. We had some so debilitating issues, the- but that's the point. I mean, the cool stuff is that like, this is the th- these are the things, these are the tools that allow us to actually do business and help people and do sales and do all the cool stuff that we do. So yeah, well, it is yeah. boring. It's not actually boring at all. And it's super important. I think this is stuff like within the Facebook side hustle course that people are really, really interested in and, you know, ask a lot of questions about. And so, so anyway, so we're going to talk about all these different tools that you can use to, to make money, to complete transactions. There's a lot of different options out there. And and it's just funny because we're going to actually talk about a piece of software today called Thrivecart. And we're actually going to do a comparison of Thrivecart and Thamcart. <laughs> and this is, this is funny because this is deliriously giggling funny. It's funny because we're going to tell you how much we love Thrivecart and prefer it to Samcart. Yet I spent seven hours trying to get Thrivecart set up <laughs> working today. That's <laughs> so funny. It's but I mean, not. <laughs> none of, I will, I'll preface this like, you can tell we are both tired, but I'll preface this by none of the stuff is perfect. Like there's every, every system and everything they use, whether it's a cart or a payment processor or just whatever, they all have problems. Um, it's just finding the one that has the least amount of problems and that works the best for your business. And so- you do you want to start on Thrivecart? I mean, there's a lot of things we can no, talk about. No, I don't. I don't actually. I want to. Start- like I don't want to talk about Thrivecart at all. Actually, <laughs> we'll save it. Yeah, it's so funny. Okay. Oh man, this one's gonna get comments. We're probably gonna get one of those comments like that. The last time we were like this deliriously giddy on 
the call. The guy, remember, we got that like zero star review, and he was like, "You're wasting too much time." Remember? Yeah. <laughs> so we're probably sure, gonna, yeah. yeah. We'll get to it though. We're gonna start right now. I think we should start by talking about the one thing that you need to have a business. Like it's like the only thing that you need. You don't need a website. You don't need a business card. You don't need an email account. You just need a PayPal account. <laughs> just need something really easy. That way you can have people send you money. And um, so I think, you know, we're going to talk about a lot of things, but PayPal is one of those that, you know, if you've got PayPal, somebody can send you money and you can do business with them. And that's really all you need is to have some way to exchange. And so, you know, I think we'll have this conversation. Let's talk about Stripe and PayPal together because I think, mm. you know, they really, they really come together. And this is not an exhaustive list. We're not talking about all the options out there. We're going to talk about some of the stuff that we use. And right. um, one of the things I think people stress out over the details, we see this all the time. Like people come in, they start worrying about all these little things. You just need to get paid, right? right. Like if you're starting a business, especially as a freelancer, you don't need anything other than cash in the bank. That's it. You know, we're going to talk about Thrivecart. You know, we're going to talk about the custom sales page we did versus ClickFunnels versus Teachable, right? Like all these things. And I'll even share the progression that I went through. But to start, you just need the free option that allows people to put money in your bank. That's it. Yeah. Well, it's true too. Like, you know, when I was first thinking about doing my own course, I was like, you go through all these different like, oh, what, what kind of transaction fee does this one have? And what is this one? And it's like, you're looking at like a, like a tenth of a percentage point of a difference between transaction fees between right. this and this and this. And the reality is like, none of that stuff really matters unless you're doing a lot of volume. So, you know, when it comes down to like PayPal, just using PayPal and, and, and like just getting money and being able to send people money, that's a great place to start. I love PayPal. Like I have to use PayPal for a lot of my affiliate marketing relationships with Millennial Money Man. And I've used it a lot for like one-off like coaching call stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, I've used it for, God, I don't know. There's, there's just been like a hundred little different things I've used it for um, over the past couple of years. I mean, you can invoice with it, which is great. The invoices are nice. They're clean looking. They're easy to create. You can send money to people. It's all around. I think it's just a great tool. And yeah, you know, Really quickly, you were talking, I took a sip. This bourbon is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really good stuff. Because like, um, we, were, we were bottling at Garrison this weekend and Bobby and I both got the same single barrel and we brought it home and he opened it and was like, oh, you need to drink it and you need to try it. And I was like, wow. And I've been, I've had a lot of their bourbon, but like I just took a sip of this and it is it's, that is good. sweet. It's like super smooth and almost like, oh, it's so good. Cinnamon. It's There's a lot of cinnamon. Dessert, it's dessert bourbon. So anyway, I just, I had a moment while you were talking where I went to another place enjoying this. And so I just, I had to mention it, but to get back to PayPal, I use it for a lot of things too. And you know, one of the things that I used to do is you can create like a PayPal button and you know, I would be on calls with people closing consulting or, you know, ad management services or whatever. And, or actually this goes all the way back to my fit pro days. I would be talking to somebody on the phone about like coaching and that kind of thing. And I would send them, I'd have the PayPal button ready to go and I would email it or use Facebook messenger to send it over to them right there on the phone. And then they could enter their information. And that was big, especially like, cause I started out doing a lot of phone sales, like big time, especially in the fitness stuff. Like I was getting people on a call, closing deals over the phone. And one of the things that I learned was that you end up, it's if you say, hey, yeah, they're like, oh yeah, I'm all excited. Cool. 
I'll send you the link to pay. And I would do that and, we'd, you know, get off the phone and I would send it. And then I wouldn't hear from them again. They'd ghost me, right? Or they'd be, oh, I right. do it in the morning. And then they slept on it and they didn't do it. And I started to learn that if I could just do it over the phone, right? And so for me, the first method of doing that was just sending the PayPal button and letting them fill it out right then and there over the phone and being like, cool, so you fill this out right now, hit the payment, and then we're going to get started. And then I would roll into like getting their program started, talking about like asking them the basic questions and that sort of thing so I could go and create their program. But I really increased my sales by doing that. And the initial step was that, that PayPal feature. And so I just, I think that's a great thing. Now you can do it other ways and I'll talk about the progression I went through, but it's one of the nice things about PayPal is that it's so simple to use and people are comfortable with it. Well, speaking of comfort in our first launch, um, I think it was our first launch that this happened. So when we first yeah. opened the Facebook side hustle course, it was like the first, I think the first two days of the launch, maybe we only had Stripe as a, as a payment processor option. So people could only Which pay is credit card. Yeah. yeah. So that was the only way that people could pay for the course. And we had people start asking us like, hey, can we use PayPal? Do you guys support PayPal? And so we added PayPal and I think our sales went up. But we've just had a ton of people that have used PayPal because they're really comfortable with it. It feels secure mm-hmm. to them. Like they feel really safe putting in, you know, they don't have to do, type in their credit card information. They go to their PayPal account and they know it's secure. So we've seen a lot of success with that. And we've been able to do like recurring payment stuff. And, you know, I think it's led to more sales for the business. So it's, just, yeah, I mean, you said that people feel safe with it. They feel comfortable. That's 100% true. I mean, we've seen that with our own product sales. So definitely a good option to have if you're, if you're selling something too. Yeah. And one of the things with, you know, we're talking about, so with Stripe and PayPal, Stripe, you know, there's a lot of things that you can use for credit card processors. That's essentially what Stripe is. Mm-hmm. It's a credit card processor that allows people to pay and then you can set it up however you want. It can be one time. You can set up trials. You can set up recurring payments. You can set up a standard payment and then move on to recurring payments. I used to, you can set up split payments, a lot of flexibility. Yeah. Like all of the credit card processors, they're going to take a fee, but it's, it's negligible in the end of the day. Like it's a small amount. You can always build that into your pricing, right? Like if you know it's going to take point. a certain amount, maybe instead of charging, you know, a grand, you charge 1100. Like you can always build that in, but that's the other thing. Guess what? All those credit card fees, tax deductible, baby. You can go and you can, uh, you can apply that to your deductions to mitigate your, your tax burden. So that's always something to keep in mind. And I didn't know that early on. So yeah. I didn't take advantage of that the first couple of years I was in business, which is sad. It gives you a lot of flexibility. PayPal does that too. You know, PayPal has recurring membership options and things like that. One of the things that we found, the same thing with us adding it to the order form, we had more people buy that wouldn't have bought otherwise. People are comfortable using PayPal for one because you don't get the credit card information when it's PayPal. PayPal's doing the processing. You can't access that information. Whereas if you use your credit card, then and it goes into a processor, that person's able to go in there and they're able to edit it and do those kind of things. And so on the one hand, it actually makes it easier. Like with me, if I'm working with my one-on-one clients, my consulting clients, digital marketing clients, whatever, I only do for the most part Stripe stuff with them. But then if we have something where they're buying an additional service or we need to change their payments or whatever, they can tell me and I can go in and fix it. Whereas with PayPal, you have to basically start all over um, and they have to go in and do all of that. But it's nice for them because they can enter their credit card information. You never see it. And it makes people feel safe. And I think it's important. That's important to know. That's one of the, it's the big benefit of PayPal is that people are worried about 
Hell, someone in Korea tried to use your credit card earlier today. So maybe you're. God, that's so true. We've had a lot of like relevant things this episode. Now I'm thinking about it. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, so, uh, I'll explain that in a second. <laughs> so people, people, like, people yeah, well, it's just a normal like thing. Like sometimes like people, you know, sometimes like your credit card security gets breached or whatever. And so, but people yeah. are worried about that. And you, we know that if you're following us, that you're a good shit human being and you're trustworthy, but like, that's a big ask for somebody to go online and pay a stranger and give them their credit card details. And so PayPal makes them feel more comfortable, which increases your opportunity to get the sale. So that's a major positive. And that's why everyone I work with and us included, we try to have both the credit card option and the PayPal option and let them choose what makes most sense for them. Yeah. Yeah, I had somebody in Korea. I, I don't know where they were. I don't know. Somebody tried to buy $5,000 worth of, of goods <laughs> with my credit card today. So we had to get brand new credit cards. So that was great. But um, just because to show that the security thing's a big deal. Uh, the other thing about PayPal too is I feel like they're pretty generous to the user as far as like disputes and stuff like, it, like that go. You know, I, I feel like the people that use PayPal have like a good sense of like, okay, if I dispute something with PayPal, I'm probably going to mm-hmm. win. Although I will say, that's uh, a negative from our view, though, like from yeah, as, as the provider, as the business owner. It's like if you get a PayPal dispute and somebody because people, um, you know, I, I love everybody that's purchased our course. I'll just I'll just say that out loud. But at the same time, there are people that will turn around and make claims against you like you stole money from them. Mm-hmm. It happens very rare, like we're very rarely like we're fortunate. Our, our refund rates are super low on, on all of our courses, like one, two percent, super low. But sometimes people make these ridiculous claims and every once in a while we'll win them with PayPal, but usually we won't. Um, usually it's like if PayPal has a dispute against you, it's like you're probably going probably gonna to lose it unless you have documentation yeah. and, and all those kind of things. So Usually yeah. with the credit card company. So when we're going through Stripe, usually because we always defend it, right? Mm-hmm. And so because we're really big about like if you are supposed to get a refund, we're going to give you a refund. And so if somebody makes a claim we're going to go in and we're going to back it up and we're going to present present screenshots and we're going to present, we're going to have our documentation and our terms and conditions and all of those things. And we're going to give that to the credit card company. And basically we do that every time because if the person was supposed to get a refund, we gave them the refund. We're very careful about that because we want to protect our reputation. We don't want, we're not going to screw anybody over. So, but usually, so when we submit that documentation, most times we're going to win that dispute, Right. And then we'll, depending, you know, depending on the situation, we might like reach out to the person and work something out, you know, because we don't want people to be unhappy with our product. With PayPal though, the cards are stacked against you as the yeah. business owner. They very, very much favor the consumer, even when the consumer's wrong. And yeah. so yeah. it's only been in situations where we've got a huge amount of evidence that we're able to win those. And if it's a toss up or even if it's just like 60, 40, 70, 30, like they're going to side. It's it's not even like tie goes to the runner. Like it, that's not it's not even yeah. that. It's more like one of those things. Like if you don't tag them halfway down the baseline, they're gonna call them safe. Like right. <laughs> so yeah. That that is the benefit of PayPal is that people are more likely to feel comfortable to make the purchase. But the negative is in those minority of situations where you have the disputes where you're less likely to win. But the positive far outweighs the negative because the disputes are very, it's very few. Like we don't even deal with, it's not even like one a month. Like it's very infrequently. I don't think, I can't think of a dispute that we've had to deal with honestly since like 
we went like when I went to France, I don't think, I think the last one was before then that was what September. So yeah, it's been a while, but you know, so it's rare. That kind of goes back to, I don't know if we've even talked about this on, on sales pages and and carts and all that kind of stuff. Like you need to be very clear about what you're selling and the terms Mm -hmm. of what, you know, somebody buys a product and they want a refund. You have to be very clear about what the refund policy is. If there's some kind of, like we have a $47 a month charge that we do for our coaching community. We plaster that thing, not in fine print, in a lot of times just like very big print, (laughs) what that is. Uh, And what we found is that people still don't read it. And so when people don't read it and they still go through and they purchase and they're like, hey, what the heck, you guys are charging us. Um, And if they dispute it, we go back and we go, look, we put it here. We put it on the sales page. We put it on the cart before you purchase. We talk about it like it's all over the place. And so those are things you have to be very clear. You got an email. (laughs) Yeah, you got an email about it. Like we explain, like I explained it in an FAQ email for you, but you have to be very, you know, that's just doing your due diligence and making sure that you're kind of covering yourself if you're selling something. And that goes for almost anything when it comes to online businesses, like on Millennial Money Man, I have a very uh, detailed disclosure and privacy policy on the website that I had a lawyer create. And that really protects me from a lot of different things because I sell affiliate products and all that kind of stuff on the sales page for the course. Like I said, we have disclosures, we've got terms and conditions, like we have a ton of stuff. So that goes along with all of this PayPal and Stripe stuff that we're talking about and Thrivecart, what we'll get into. You have to do your legwork there first with the copy uh, and that's going to keep your refund rates really low so you don't have to deal with all those disputes and all the stuff because yeah, i have friends that sell courses and they tell me about the refund rates being like sky high and they're always dealing with refunds and i'm like we really we're really fortunate like we we don't deal with that very much you know because we were we were very upfront about what we're doing yeah you know and that might actually be something to talk about one of these days is the things that we do to help minimize refund rates, because there's a lot of things, like we put a lot of different processes in place, you know, just to improve the user experience and make sure that like when people buy our course, they don't want a refund. We just want people to be happy, happy, happy. Now I want to like pivot a little bit really quickly. I think we went pretty in depth on that, but we did. I, I'm going to share really quickly, just kind of like a progression that I went through, through different service things, because you can kind of see how you can grow. And so one of the things that I started doing is I wanted to be a little bit classier than just sending that PayPal link. I wanted to up level a little bit. And so I wanted to start having a custom page. I still want to be able to send people a link, but I want to be able to have this custom thing. And so I was already using ClickFunnels for landing pages and funnel software and all that kind of stuff. And so I started creating order forms on it because you can create order forms on it. And so I was able to integrate PayPal, Stripe, all of that kind of stuff into ClickFunnels, have this nice, pretty custom order form with a logo and like all of that kind of stuff. and look a little better, right? And now, you know, we use Thrivecart for a lot of stuff and that was taking it even to the next level. It looked even nicer than ClickFunnels did, right? And then now kind of the next step is the custom route, right? Like that's kind of where we're going next is like, let's do the custom design. So it looks super clean, super unique, and it doesn't look like it comes from a piece of cart software or a landing page provider or whatever. But even with something like ClickFunnels or Thrivecart, you can edit them a lot of times to make it look like if you go into ClickFunnels and you do the stock order form, it's going to look like everybody else's stock order form, but you can go change the colors. You can change the design. You can change the logo. You can make it look personal. You can make it not look like a ClickFunnels order form. And so that was something that the kind of progression. So if you're thinking about how do I go from like just using the simple PayPal transaction by sending them, even sending them the like, Hey, here's, you know, my PayPal.me or whatever. Like, how do you go from there to whatever? That's kind of the progression 
that I went through. Um, So really quickly before you take us off to wherever, another option for a payment processor, I totally forgot about this, is there's a service called Square Cash or Cash.me is the website. And it's free transfers, right? Like, so you can transfer cash without the exchange rate. So like even it's kind of like the PayPal friends and family, like you see, you can do this on PayPal actually now too, but you know, you used to, you PayPal takes a certain cut too. make sure you're be careful because like, I don't know what the stipulations are in cash.me. You'd have to look that up. But like with PayPal, if you're charging for a service, you're not supposed to use friends and family because that's for friends and family transactions right. for paid service transactions. You got to be really careful with that. Right. <laughs> so just sure. something to keep in mind. Yeah. Now I, I was just going to go back to ClickFunnels real quick. And because the, the cool thing I think about ClickFunnels, one, it's, it's great software just in general, but the fact that you guys don't know this, but the fact that Mike can create something that looks pretty using software, you're Mike, you are not the most like tech savvy person that I've ever met. No. I'd say, I'd say your, your tech savviness is, is fairly low on the scale of tech savvy. But I've like, seen, if you had to choose me or my grandma to help you with computer issues, you'd probably want grandma. Grandma all day, but practicing. But I've seen you do some really cool stuff with ClickFunnels, and and I think a lot of even just like some of the uh, I don't know free guides and stuff you've created, they're really they're really pretty. <laughs> like they have really really yeah. nice elements. Well, like that that funnel for the create your first traffic campaign, mm-hmm. which I'll go ahead and put that like in here just yeah. so people can see it because it's kind of cool. But it'll give you an example of like something you can create in ClickFunnels that like looks super nice and didn't really take me that long to build. Yeah. I don't know if we, we don't talk very, about it very often, but actually one of the things that we do, we, we're affiliates with ClickFunnels just because we use it all the time. And if you sign up with our ClickFunnels affiliate link and email us, we will actually set up your first funnel for you for yep. free. A nice little bonus that we do for you. So um, if you're- if Very, you're for, okay. very important stipulation though. Okay. Uh-oh. The first, actually, well, the first thing is you also get a 14 day free trial, which is nice. But the stipulation is we're not building any funnel for you. We're building a list building funnel, right? For a lead magnet. So a PD, like a, specifically a PDF lead magnet, right? So right. we have a funnel that, that we use the agency that has converted between never lower than 35%, but as high as 85% of cold traffic conversions. So it's a really incredibly effective funnel. And so we will set it up for you for free so that you can get people to download your lead magnet, your PDF lead magnet, and part of it is we'll actually set up a messenger bot automation on the back end so that you can get people to join your email list, join your messenger bot list, and join your Facebook group if you have one, all for the cost of like the same as your lead. So if you're running paid traffic to this because it's a paid traffic funnel, it's, it'll allow you to get all of those things all at once and we do the whole thing for you. So we're kind of on back order at the moment <laughs> in our coaching yeah. group, our, uh, our student community that have, have done it. and. Uh, just with the new year and like the launch and you know how the craziness for like especially for me with as much as I do in the fitness industry January is a big big month and so all of them are kind of like in sit and wait it's yeah. not as quick a turnaround as launch that blog but if you want to use it if you want to grow your email list this funnel will do wonders for you yeah and click funnels is the bomb anyway like just as far as landing page software and all that kind of stuff like it's really good so anyway, I, th- I think we should probably transition to the next piece of software that we use probably the most in our business, Thrivecart. Thrivecart and Samcart, yeah. Well, yeah, so cart software. Cart software. I, yeah, like you can use, one of the things that 
to go back to it that I liked about ClickFunnels one was one when I was choosing, when I was looking at lead pages and I was looking at ClickFunnels and I was looking at Instapage and like all these different options, ClickFunnels had features that the others didn't like as in design features and it looked nicer. What I found out eventually is that it also played nicer with Facebook ads, which was important for me, but it had all these other things. It had the order the order forms. It had the ability to make a membership, like a password protected membership site, right? Which is really nice. Like we use Teachable, but my first course that I did, you know, I built all in, in ClickFunnels. I've got a couple of clients that, you know, uh, my client Jason just broke the 500 mark on his membership site, uh, 500 members, uh, recurring paying members, and it's on ClickFunnels. Like it's not super fancy, but in some ways it's fancier than Teachable because it's fully customizable. You can make it look however you want. So I really liked that ability to have that. But one of the drawbacks was how much, like how custom you could do certain things and the features that you could have with your carts, right? And so one of the reasons that we decided to use to buy cart software like, like Thrivecart is that we were able to have, you know, for example, the Facebook side hustle course, you're paying $397 for the the course. And then you're getting a month free support inside of the Facebook group. And then you can decide whether you want to stay in the coaching and support group or not. And if you decide to stay after that 30 days is up, you're going to get billed $47. Then it's $47 per month. We couldn't do that without having specialized software to help us set all of that up. I mean, we could have, but we would have had to have custom coding and had to have all these automations and it would have been a lot of work. With Thrivecart, it's literally, you say, I want it to cost this much. I want this long of a trial. I want to have this recurring thing. Like it's just, you fill out a little form in 10 seconds and it automatically makes it happen inside of Stripe and PayPal, which is yeah. pretty incredible. So whereas if we had had to do that in ClickFunnels, we would have had to set it all up custom in Stripe, set it all up custom in, in, in uh, PayPal. We would have had to create the order form, set up all the buttons and everything. And then we would have had to connect all of it with automation sa- software like Zapier, yeah. right? A big old mess. It would have taken all day instead, seconds. Yeah. So that's yeah, it's really great. nice. Yeah, it's been great. And I think, you know, because basically like for people that are kind of still confused about like, how does this all work? You've got your payment processors, you've got PayPal, you got Stripe and Thrivecart basically, like your cart software kind of like sits on top of those two things and anchors. connects everything. Yeah, it just connects everything. So when somebody goes to the cart to check out and they put in their credit card information, it's either, you know, it's, it's through Stripe or whatever payment, mm-hmm. payment processor you use. And the other cool thing, oh, there's a couple of cool things about Thrivecart. It's fairly easy to use. You know, I don't know a ton about cart software. I've been, you know, pretty proficient at it. It's pretty, I mean, it's a one-time fee of what is it? Five, five ninety-five or something like that. I don't it's like remember. A, I think it's well, 595 bucks, which I know that's like a big cost up front, but like a lot of them are, a lot of these cart software things are like pay $100 per month. Yeah. Yeah. And this is like, you just pay a lump sum one time and that's it. And there's no transaction fees on top of like, there's no transaction fees from the cart, which is actually sort of rare. There's a lot of, a lot of cart software programs that have transaction fees on top of Stripe. Well, Um, there's two things with that. Like, let me tackle this thing first. The payment, how you pay for Thrivecart. Yeah. Thrivecart, like all the other carts is supposed to be a monthly thing. Right. And so like a lot of these cart software, like we said, it's like a hundred dollars a month. Like it can be excessive. Some of them you're paying monthly and you're paying a percentage, kind of like you do what you have to do with the credit card processor. So then it's like you're getting double hit on that. And then that monthly amount adds up. Thrivecart, if you have an invite, then it's a one-time fee, right? Like if you have an invite link. And so 
each account can have like a certain amount of invite links or whatever until you can become an affiliate. But so like if you go and you Google to sign up for Thrivecart, you're at what you're going to get that one time fee. You might see articles and links to sign up for it. That's somebody else's affiliate link. (laughs) So um, so you kind of have to have that invite. So I know I've doled out a few invites for people. I know I didn't, didn't we do that for like when you and uh, Grant Grant and I did did your mastermind? Yeah. We did Thrivecart. Yeah. Yeah. But so, so it's one of those things and I'll say, we'll put that down there too. We'll do, we'll put an invite link down there uh, in the show notes as well, because if you want to do it, it's expensive. Like, like you said, I think it's like 500 bucks or something. So it's pricey, but it's a one-time fee and you have it for life and you have no transaction fee. Whereas if you sign up for something else and you use it for six months, it's already more expensive. And that's if it doesn't have the transaction fee because you're paying like a hundred dollars a month. Um, But I think the other thing that I really, really like about it is you can very easily add order bumps. You can very easily add upsells, downsells. You can have something like seven upsells and downsells. So you could like endlessly make offers. Like somebody could buy your $2 product and then come out with like $2,000 spent at the end of it, but just like buying all (laughs) the stuff. (laughs) So like we haven't, we don't use all the upsell, downsell stuff, all of that much, but you know, we have offered We've extensively used the order bump, right? We yep. don't create a product without an order bump. And that's great because and it's, the order bumps are usually pretty minimal, right? Like 50 bucks or something like that. But it's for us to give them another great piece of content. You just, you're increasing, you know, the value of that, the, the cost, what you earn from that customer, you know, and we've had, you know, I remember the first launch, we were doing like 35% or something on our $50 order bump, yep. right? So that was increasing the cart value, helping us earn more on the launch. With the Facebook ads for bloggers course, we had, it's changing, like we're changing the structure of it and the course, um, how we sell it. But we had a really high percentage of order bumps, like 40, 50%. And, you know, it was like, it was 40 bucks, but I mean, that's a little bit, but then we still had like 20% that were then going and buying the $150 order bump now, or the, the upsell. upsell. Now, you need to make that super valuable, right? Like, like you need to give really good value and the other key thing is that you generally need those things. But I mean, th- this is just our philosophy. This is how we've always done it. It needs to be super valuable, but, in, but it also needs to be something that isn't like a missing essential piece of the course, right? Yeah. So whenever we've had an order bump or we've had an upsell, it's been something that's like everything you need in the course. But if you want to go to the next level, if you want to learn something advanced, or if you want to add this extra thing, right? With the Facebook side hustle, it's if you want to learn how to do this one strategy that isn't part of the main service, but you can charge an extra $500 per month to provide this add-on service, then you can buy this $50 order bump and learn that process, right? Whereas with Facebook ads for bloggers, the upsell was if you want to learn all the advanced stuff, you don't need it to be successful and to do really well. But if you want to learn all the advanced stuff, we have it in here. But what you wouldn't want is like, Hey, you know, the people that you got to buy the upsell to really get, you know, to really have success with the course. That's going to be, that's, that's going to suck for your students. It's going to get you bad reviews. It's going to get you refund requests. Like you got to be careful with that, but it's nice having the cart software and being able to so easily add all those kind of little things because, you know, having that extra little bump offer can really just help you earn more over time, especially when you're selling courses and things like we are. Yeah. One other thing that I think we need to talk about real quick, because I get this question a lot with courses and carts and all that kind of stuff. So we use Teachable to house our course, right? It's easy. Like it allows people to uh, go through the course and they can pause and they can do all these different cool things and go through the lessons really well. So we've done that from day one and we connect 
teachable to Thrivecart via Zapier, right? So we just mm. set up a Zap. It's really simple, but it was, it was a little bit difficult to figure out, I think, when we didn't know anything about it in January. But like, really not that hard. We just set up a Zap. Teachable, though, does have its own cart. Uh, and a lot of people are like, well, why would you use Thrivecart instead of Teachable? And it's, and it's exactly what you said earlier. Like, there's more flexibility with the cart and the upsells and all that stuff with Thrivecart. So if you're setting up like a very basic course, Teachable is probably going to be fine for you. If you just want to do like a one-time payment or a split payment option, totally cool. But if you want to do something like what we're doing, where it's like you have the one-time fee and reoccurring, or you just want to, you want to do the upsells and the downsells and all that kind of stuff, you're going to need a more advanced cart uh, software program. So you can do whatever you want, but that's just, people are going to ask about Teachables. And I think Teachable is good as a beginner option for the cart, but I think if you're mm-hmm. going to do more then it needs to be something else. Yeah. And just a general rule on that kind of stuff. Cause we get asked this question about, this is one of those things where we've started, we did a really bad job last year. Like for example, ClickFunnels promoting the affiliate program. Like we've had that affiliate offer since, <laughs> yeah. since last January and nobody was taking us up on it. Well, we didn't talk about it. Right. Right. And so we're starting to talk about it more and we're talking about all of these different services and things we use more because people want to know. And we always get questions, you know, like about email providers and landing page software and all these different things. There's tons of options. And, but one of the biggest things you run into is there's options that kind of do it all. And one of the things that we've found that we always caution people away from is the do it all software because do it all software comes in two brands. It comes in the does it all really poorly version, right? And then it comes in the does it all really well, but it's incredibly expensive or really difficult to use. Right. And so what we found is instead of trying to find an all-in-one solution, it's usually better to use different things for like specific tasks, like have the best solution or a good solution for a specific thing, right? And so that's why you'll see we're using Stripe and PayPal as payment processors, we're using ClickFunnels to build funnels and we're using Thrivecart for our carts and we're using Teachable to house our course, right? We're putting all the pieces together. We're using Zapier to connect them all. When you do that, you're going to end up with a smoother, better process and it doesn't end up being all that much more expensive at the end of the day. Usually those all-in-one products are more expensive. And, even, and if they're not, that's a warning sign. So you don't need everything all at once. Like I said, one of the things that's nice about ClickFunnels, although I don't necessarily recommend their email thing because they do have an email service, but if you buy their basic service, you get the funnels, you get the order forms, you get the membership site. All easy to use. It's all very good. I use that for a long time. Like you could have Stripe, ClickFunnels and do all of that and do very well. But when you want to start doing more advanced stuff, it's nice to get something like Thrivecart, right? When you want to have, if you want to have a nicer experience for housing the course, it's better to get something like Teachable or Kajabi or whatever. So just something to keep in mind. I do briefly want to just talk about Thrivecart and Samcart because we've had this experience a lot. And then I had a conversation today with somebody (laughs) about similar experience, right? We, you want to touch on that? We don't, we're not big Samcart fans. (laughs) Yeah, we're not. We, yeah, we've, we've helped some other bloggers with launches and done Samcart. You know, we've done Facebook ad retargeting and, and different things for bloggers. And Samcart, I think on the surface looks really cool. They do a lot of stuff that I feel like looks really pretty with like their uh, cart, you know, the carts look pretty and their upsells look pretty and a lot of stuff looks really cool. But we found that it doesn't play very well with Facebook ads, which 
totally sucks when you're trying to do a, a course launch and you're trying to do retargeting right. ads and you're trying to track your sales that we've had a lot of problems with Samcart in that regard. So, and it's also just been buggy. Like we found that people set up, they set up funnels and they don't work. Like it'll just, it'll it, like the URLs will get jacked up and everything. You know, we've never had problems with that with Thrivecart and no, you know, Thrivecart from day one, it's worked well with Facebook ads and it's worked real. Like we've never had like bugs where people go, you know, they're going through the funnel and they, they, it doesn't work. But, you know, so I, I don't know, my preference just after using both of them is Thrivecart because I think it's easier. Maybe not as pretty. I think there's some things like the order form pages or the, the cart pages and all that kind of stuff aren't quite as like it's just polished. It's just, it's still pretty. It's just less customizable when it comes to yeah. the look of it. So yeah. if you can be a little more custom with Samcart, but the Thrivecart customer support is way better um, yeah, in my really experience. Good. You know, really I don't want to like just blanket throw their support under the bus, but I have not had a good of experience. The UI, like how you read the dashboard and the results and everything, yeah. it's super clear, super easy to look into and to dig through, even for a complete technological doofus like me, I'm able to figure it out, which is a huge plus. Yeah. Um, it's a little more difficult with Samcart. And then Setting up the pixels and everything for retargeting, I can do that in like 30 seconds and it's very easy with ClickFunnels. Right. And every single time that I do a launch with Samcart, I have to relearn how to do it. And there's a couple different ways to do it. And one of the reasons I have to relearn it every time is because sometimes one way works and the other doesn't. And sometimes the other way works and one other doesn't. You know, I was talking to a guy today and he was saying he had to set up custom redirects with yeah. um, layered on top of the funnels in order to get all the pixels to fire. And it's just very, that's very, very frustrating. And then the tracking just doesn't work as well. So I'm not as big of a fan of it, even if it is a little more customizable. And I will say, cause we were kind of joking in the beginning about like, I spent seven hours working in Thrivecart today. I did spend seven hours working in Thrivecart, but it was because we've got a brand new custom sales page. I was trying to work with some other software. Um, I was trying to work with Active Campaign and some other Daddy, software. I want your, I want one new, I want all your new Peters right there. Yeah, they're really nice, huh? You like the screens? Yeah. And, yeah. And I like the buttons. Mm-hmm. Me too. They're so cool. Mommy's calling you. Okay. Okay. That was super cute though. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it totally was. <laughs> okay. Um, I was in Thrivecart making sure everything worked, but I was also working with a bunch of other software. I was dealing with Zapier. I was dealing with uh, Active Campaign. I was dealing with some other software. We're building, we have a brand new custom sales page. We were trying to get that to work and with WordPress. And so it was all of those things together, but the hub was Thrivecart. And so right. I kept having to be in Thrivecart and testing things to make sure it would work. And, you know, for one thing, like, this is interesting. If you're going to use Thrivecart and Zapier, Thrivecart has a Zapier integration, but it's invite only. So you have to reach out to the Thrivecart customer support and say, hey, I want to use it. And it didn't used to be that way. And so something got That's messed up. And yeah. so I had to reach out. To, I reached out to Zapier and they're like, oh, you have to reach out to Thrivecart. So I reached out to Thrivecart and they fixed it immediately. And I'm talking like, when you talk about, when I talk about the support, Thrivecart fixed it in like minutes. Right. right? Yeah. And so that was really nice because I was panicking. <laughs> I was really worried um, yeah. because we used the trigger of the purchase to then send everybody the emails and the thank you page and like all the stuff so they can access the cart on the cart or the, the course on Teachable. So right. there's a lot going on today, but it wasn't Thrivecart issue. 
Well, okay. We, but just for context for people, like we do this to ourselves because we were so chill in December. We were like, oh man, this is so great. Like, it, like everything's awesome. We can take time off. And then we got like a week out from our launch and we were like, okay, well, we want to change the sales page. We want to change this thing. We want to do this thing. Yeah. Like, oh, we got plenty of time, plenty of time. And here it is the night before our launch. We're like spending the whole day going like, oh crap, we should have done all this stuff earlier. So we do this to ourselves a little bit. Yeah, it's because like whenever we don't have something to do, we invent things to do. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a problem that we have. But you know, I, the other thing about Thrivecart, this is and Thrivecart is just you're talking about the support, which I agree is great, but it is in New Zealand, right? Like in their time zone, New Zealand, so it's a little bit off from. I'm pretty sure. I have no sure idea. It's out of New Zealand, um, because there are times where I've like reached out to them, and I wasn't paying attention to like what time it was for the customer support there, and they were like couldn't get back to me. So yeah, if you're just vigilant about that, I think it's fine. But didn't know, didn't know. Could be wrong. I want to talk about one more service Zapier. that is really important. No, no, no. I'm just guessing because Zapier, because we've been talking about Zapier like the entire time. We never explained that it's like the glue that holds all of the internet together. It's just the automation software. Zapier is just the glue that holds everything together. So if something happens, another thing happens. So like if somebody purchases the course in Thrivecart, then Zapier makes sure that they get an email and then that they're added and get access to Teachable yeah. so they can view the cart, right? And so there's like all of the, that's how it connects all the pieces. It's, it's Sometimes an incredible you can, piece of software, yeah. to be honest with it's, you. Like it does so much more than, you, than we use it for, but it's really great for like yeah. the Facebook side hustle stuff that we teach, for the core stuff we teach. Like it connects everything and makes everything really seamless and easy. Yeah, like I even have stuff, like if I need a new campaign inside of the agency and like I want to write, I might, I have a little form and so I can write, like, fill out these little drop downs. It'll be like, we have all these codes and different things. So it's like, I want this type of campaign. I want this, I want this. And then I'll post some text and, and then leave some notes and I'll hit submit. And that'll like send it to our project management tool and it'll notify the right people. And it'll tell the one person to do such and such task, another person to do a such and such task. And it'll like me doing that one act instead of me then having to explain it to all these people. It just gets every, all the pieces get sent to the right people and then they go do it and the thing happens. And so yeah. there's some really cool stuff you can do with it. But the one I want to talk about was Bear Metrics. Ooh, so yeah. Bear Metrics, it only works with Stripe. It does not integrate. And by the way, I'm not like eating potato chips in the background. It's, it's <laughs> fruit snacks. <laughs> I just hear the crinkling. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> just think, every time I think about the stuff, like we're so the opposite of the Instagram laptop lifestyle people that you see online. We do not live the Instagram lifestyle. No. Good Lord. No. Because I mean, like, you know, you're, I mean, Cooper's just running around. He's like playing, like he was eating a pop tart earlier and like, he's having fun and he's like checking out your computer. Like, I just wish more online business owners were real about this stuff. So people didn't have unrealistic expectations that they were just going to be working in flip-flops on the beach every day of their life. Anyway, that's a sidebar. You know, um, yeah. But uh, Bear Metrics only works with Stripe. Um, there's other software. I can't remember the one off the top of my head that does Stripe and PayPal. It didn't have whatever feature, but Bear Metrics is a great tool for you to figure out a whole bunch of information. It is like $100 a month, but they've got a great trial. And so I've got a trick for you. Don't tell Bear Metrics, but if you do the trial, you can get the information that you want and then you can use that information to make a lot of judgments. So especially if you have any kind of membership site or recurring anything, you can find out one of the great things it'll tell you beyond like the average earning per client and all that kind of stuff. One of the coolest features that the Bear Metrics does though, and they do, they give you so much information, like more information than I know what to do with. 
so they show you how long, like on average that people stay, right? So they say, okay, when you have somebody joins your membership, they're going, they stay on average 4.73 months, right? right? And now you can use that information when crafting your offers. So I'm going to give an example of this. We use this tool to find out the lifetime value for one of my clients who owns a fitness membership. So they, they join, has all this information, new workout programs every month. They get a nutrition plan, all that kind of stuff. And we figured out, we were actually able to figure out that people that bought, that joined his program outright stayed for six months. But people that did his 15-day his trial or 14-day trial stayed like eight months. And so we were like, oh, that's really interesting. And so we were able to use that information in two different ways. The first way we used that information was we were able to, instead of offering, he would do like, hey, if you buy a year, you get two months free. Once we realized that the lifetime value was six months, we were able to say, hey, we'll give you four months free when you buy a year. So you pay for eight months and you get 12, right? And so by doing that, he was able to make two months more than his lifetime value. And that was average, right? So he knew like I was at, he was actually making more money every time he got an annual plan. The next thing is we were able to realize that, hey, if the trials were staying so long, let's make the trial more valuable. So he moved it to a 30-day trial period, which actually increased the amount of trials by like, it ended up being like 150% increase in trial, like people taking the trial wow. and the lifetime value stayed the same. So by doing that, we were able to make this huge increase in his earnings last year in 2018 over 2017. One, there was just the normal growth, but the growth from the annual plans, like earning more in lifetime value and getting more trial people. By doing that, we were able to do more with his paid traffic. So that was really cool, very valuable information. And, you know, we've been able to learn that information in the same way and, you know, make different decisions in your business. So when you know your numbers, you have a lot of power, right? You have a lot of decision-making power. And I, by power, I don't mean power over the people. I mean power over, like power to make informed decisions instead yeah. of just guessing, instead of just saying, oh, I feel like, well, let's give them two months free. That's a good deal. Well, if you know that people are only staying four months, well, what if you give four months free and your annual plan's eight months? Now you've doubled the value of each customer instead of having to get twice as many customers. And it's smart decisions like that that can really have an impact on your business yeah. and help you grow. And a lot of people don't do that kind of stuff. They don't look for those easy wins, the right. smart wins. They just think about how do I get more leads? How do I get more customers? Yeah. And you know, it's funny. I, I just think like, there are probably some people that are listening to this now that are like, holy crap, there is so much to do. <laughs> like, there are, like there's so many things to learn. And, and there is a lot, of, a lot of things to learn. And there's a lot of different software, you know, pieces of software you can use, a different data that you can look at. My suggestion would be just take some of the suggestions that we've given here and just use stuff and try it and see how you like it. You know, like the reason we know that Thrivecart is better for us than Samcart is because we've kind of played around with both of them. Both. We've been able to see them. So just try stuff. You know, if you, if you want to use Teachable for your cart um, or if you want to use Thrivecart, if you want to use Samcart, cool. Um, if you want to play around with bare metrics, cool. Like at least try stuff out and, and figure it out. Because like what I've noticed over the past, you know, I, I've been in business for, this is like four years now, but every year things just get more and more strategic as I learn more, you know, like, and that's, that's when you start to make more and more money. When you start to really look at like the granular pieces of data, like how, you know, how, lifetime value and how much does this offer and that kind of stuff. So 
you know, but you got to start somewhere. So just try stuff. It's take our suggestions and use that as a guide and see what you like and, and what works well for you. It's just baby steps. It's yeah. one thing at a time. You know, that's why I showed you kind of the, the how I started and mm-hmm. I progressed through this technology. And that was just for getting paid for clients through the agency. But yeah. what you said about time is so important. Don't look at what we're doing and compare yourself to us, right? Yeah, because please. you shouldn't. You shouldn't. It doesn't make sense. You shouldn't compare yourself to anybody. But like, look back at how far you've come instead of looking at forward at how far you have to go. And keep in mind, like everything that we know, and if, if you're just starting out in a few years, you're going to be sitting where we are if you stick with it and you're going to know all these things, especially if you're listening, you're going to, you're going to get that. That's a shortcut to cheat code. Right. Yeah. But then, but then go look at the people that look at the bloggers, look at the YouTubers, look at the freelancers, the, the agency owners, whatever the people that you look at and they're like, they are crushing it. And you'll look at those people and you'll go, Oh, they've been doing this for 10 years. They've been doing this for 20 years. Right. That's why they're, you know, like they're smart, but like they've got time on their side. We're still in a lot of ways, like we've, we've still, and that's one of those things you're, when you said like, you don't feel like, oh man, I have so much stuff to do so much things, so many things to go. We think that every day, right? It's true. Because there's so (laughs) many things. If you looked at the list of things that we want to do and we want to implement, we have a lifetime's worth of work, right? Retirement is not in our vocabulary because we've got a lot to do, you know? And so uh, (laughs) that's, that's why we, what are we, we want to be financially independent, retire never. Retire never. We're for I will say that a vacation is in my is in my sights. Vacation's always nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm 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 thinking vacation in, in February after we get through these launches, but you know oh God. That early? Come on, man. Oh, no, we got stuff to do. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I need a so, beach. I need this a beach. ended up being this ended up being a pretty long episode. Yeah, that's all right. Um, which I was not expecting. I thought we were going to have to like really, I was like, man, this is going to be a, like, how are we going to fill boring. this episode? But there's a lot of stuff here. So I hope you found it valuable. Yeah, it is, but eh, whatever. It's important. You got to learn this stuff though. So we hope you all found this valuable. If you liked it, let us know because we can do more of this kind of stuff. But like we tend to like, it's like, eh, it's not very sexy. Let's avoid it, you know? But yeah, but you know, do that. All of the things that we've mentioned, Stripe, PayPal, Bear Metrics, Thrive, Cart, Click Funnels, all those kind of things. We'll put links to them in the show notes so you can check them out. If you're interested in that ClickFunnels offer, you can do it. I'll go ahead and put the link there. You just need to email us, team at laptopempires.com. Same, if you want to do ThriveCart, we'll make sure that you have a course invitation there. Those things are affiliate links, FYI. We're not going to turn away money, right? Like, And no. if you're going to buy it anyway, hey, why not support us? So, <laughs> so we can do cool things like this podcast. But anyway. So we'll have all those links and everything in there. Just thank you so much for being a listener. We really appreciate it. We're really looking forward to 2019, doing some cool stuff. And if you've got ideas, they might just turn into episodes. So email us and let us know. Thanks. You've been listening to the Laptop Empires podcast with Mike Yonda and Bobby Hoyt. For more information and the resources mentioned in this episode, go to laptopempires.com forward slash podcast. We out. Thank you.